Hello everyone, I'm Pia and I'm Paula and, and welcome, welcome to Second Thoughts Pod. Alright, let's see if we still got it. This is a safe space for all of us to discuss any feelings, reactions, or situations that you guys might be second guessing. We're gonna have fun and it's gonna be great. So, what are you second guessing? Hello everybody and welcome back to Second Thoughts Pod. I'm Paula and I'm Pia. Today we're going to be talking about closure. It's funny that we're doing this because our first episode back was all about new beginnings. Uh-huh. And now we're <laughs> talking about but this. We're not stopping the pod. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to talk about a fairly controversial topic. And I was reminded of this. One, because I don't want to get into it right now. Real early. But I got to fight with a friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to fight a friend and I wanted closure and they didn't care for closure. Mm-hmm. But also TikTok, man. TikTok is keeping me with it. Mm-hmm. Keeping me alive. Yeah. And everyone's talking about closure. So what is closure? Closure refers to having a sense of understanding, peace, and accepted finality of either a relationship because it's ended in loss or rejection or people are growing apart. And we see closure for a number of reasons. We see closure when relationships end, whether they're romantic or not, in fights with friends, Mm -hmm. in death. Mm -hmm. We see closure when we're looking for answers to a cause of a certain loss. Or if we have a painful feeling about something or situation and we're trying to figure out why that is. It's kind of understanding why a situation came to be. Yeah. It's literally like figuring out the why. And... This is such an interesting topic for me because I feel like I am definitely the kind of person that like always needed closure. I always feel like a book will never be closed until there is an ending. Like I need to… And not even just in real life. Like I've always been this way with like movies or books. I'm like, oh, it didn't end right. Like this is… You know? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because there's always going to be a part of me that just always wants a full circle ending. I always need to know that the reason why something happened… And that makes me feel satisfied. But I think it's because in my nature, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I just don't like the feeling of uncertainty. But yeah, I think closure comes in like very different pieces in our lives. And just like always looking for answers with anything. And I think that's normal for all of us to want closure, Mm -hmm. you know. But that's what's controversial. Because like you, I've always seeked closure. I've always wanted closure. I like making sense of things. I like understanding Mm -hmm why something happened the way it did. I don't like leaving open-ended questions unanswered. That's just who I am. Mm -hmm. But there are people who don't believe in closure or who don't care for closure. And I genuinely, genuinely, generally can't understand how people can live their lives like that. And maybe that's just us, right? We just like knowing things. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I'm bringing up my ex-boyfriend, but I was looking for closure when I didn't need closure. Or it's funny because when we ask for closure, we're looking for answers, right? And then when we get the answer that we want, mm-hmm. it's like not enough. So you you still don't feel the closure. Yeah. It's so anticlimactic. At the end of the day, <laughs> he just didn't want me. Yeah. But I was like, no, no, no. That's not it. That's not… Yeah. That's not enough. There yeah. has to be a reason why you don't want me. Why do you mean you don't want me? Yeah. I think closure is also subjective. Yes. Is it really like you're looking for closure or you're looking just to feel good about yourself? Like, okay, this is not… Because, okay, the reason you brought your ex-boyfriend up 
my last relationship. Yes, I was hoping was, you'd talk about this. <laughs> oh, I had it all in my notes. I'm like, oh, that's the, like the first thing that came to my mind is just like how my last relationship. There wasn't really closure with how it ended. Honestly, I don't even really remember how it ended. And that's how I know that there wasn't really any closure. It just kind of like it just blew up and then was like, yeah, I need to kind of get a grip over myself and stop <sighs> chasing this man and let it go. And I was like the epitome of someone who wanted closure. But when Mm -hmm. I think back on it about what I really wanted when it was closure, was it really like looking for an answer or was I just looking for something to make me feel better about the situation? And it never, never really did. It was was as if I was waiting for him to say something about like, Mm -hmm. why is this our relationship not working out? Um, It's not you, it's me. But no, it was literally just like, it wasn't working. He did not want me. I was like thinking that I I wanted something that I didn't really really want. And I don't know. It was just kind of like a blow to my self-esteem, you know. And I was looking for a good reason why it ended. When the reason was it just wasn't working out. And it was just we were just not good for each other. And that was like not good enough for me. That's why I'm like that was the closure I was asking for, right? Mm -hmm. But it felt it it was anticlimactic. That's what you were saying. It's not as good as you think it's going to be. When you ask for closure and then you get it, it's like, okay… That fucking sucked. Now what? Yeah. You know? Okay. So I want to bring up something that happened to me recently. I got in a fight with one of my best friends. And I have always said this. I'm very open about it. I'm someone who doesn't like leaving ambiguity and everything. I like solving things as is. You know, when you apologize, like we talk it through. Like basically I wronged her. I apologized or whatever. And she just says, okay, I'm done talking about this. Mm-hmm. And I got so mad, so mad because I felt as if she didn't acknowledge my feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what I wanted. Maybe I wanted her to be like, I didn't expect her to say, yes, I forgive you. But I don't, I think I expected her to be like, okay, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. And the way that she responded made me feel as if I was being dismissed and yeah. that it was just over. And it all comes back to this idea of closure. Mm-hmm. And I felt as if the situation was never finalized. It was never ended. Mm-hmm. It was never closed. Yeah. And so I got really upset by it because I don't understand why that didn't happen. Because I'm the type of person who needs closure. She does not. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to handle it. And for a minute, like we didn't really… It wasn't that we weren't ignoring each other. But we just weren't talking as often as we were. Because there was obviously like some tension there. Mm -hmm. But again, I thought there was tension because it was never finalized. It was never closed. Mm -hmm. She just thought there was tension because she was still processing her feelings and she just needed some time. But she didn't feel as if she needed to say anything more. She just didn't Mm -hmm. want to address it anymore. Yeah. Okay. What is your take on that? Because I have a different opinion now. You have a different opinion on it. Of like why… Yes. You felt that way? No. So before, I was so angry and upset that she didn't give me the closure I needed… But now, while I don't think I would react the same way that she did to me, I understand how she reacted and that it was selfish of me to want closure from her when she didn't need to give it to me. I think it also depends on like, maybe you were also thinking about the delivery of it. You know, maybe like, it's just like, okay, I'm done talking about it. Like for you, it would have been better for you for her to been like, okay, uh, we talked about it. Let's move forward. You know, that would have been a better… Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. A lot. And mind you, for the sake of not blowing our personal stuff up, I don't think this person wants their name out there or the situation addressed. Um, and I'm totally going to respect that. 
but there was a lot of miscommunication. Mm-hmm. And that was the main reason why we fought. Yeah. I just said something that didn't sit well with her. And then she responded in a way that like made us both seem very aggressive. And then it just blew up from there. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Well, that's the thing also with that. It's like you wanted this closure. And then if she responded in like a different way, like would you feel like a hundred times better? Do you think? Or you'd still kind of like, you'd be like, okay, that, that's fine. But it, it'll still sit with you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why when people like look for closure, maybe I just have a different opinion on closure too. Because I always think like closure is more like I want something good out of this. Something good to come out of this. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. whereas closure, like as your friend did, it's closure, but it's not as positive as you thought it was going to be. But it's still closure. No, but it also made me think that she was still upset at me. Mm -hmm. You know, so I just didn't know how to move forward because I wasn't sure where we were in the situation. I didn't, the situation ended so ambiguously Mm -hmm. that I was unclear on where we stand. I was like, oh, are we still beefing or not? Yeah. You know, versus when a relationship ends, I mean, there's a clear definition of what happened. Like there's a clear understanding of what happened. Like you guys aren't going to text again, Mm -hmm. you know? It's not like you're going to start texting them again. So how did you get over that? Like feel that you just like slowly... Got back into it. We just started texting again. Mm. And then it just kind of faded away. Like the, that awkwardness. Yeah. Now it's no longer a big deal. Yeah. I don't think it was… See, that's the thing. Like I don't think it was a big deal for her. Mm-hmm. But it was a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's in my head where I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. That it was never fixed. Because in her head, it could have totally been fixed for mm-hmm. her. Isn't that weird? Closure is so freaking weird. Yeah. That's why you just kind of had to adapt. Like it is what it is mindset. Because for me personally, like I was saying earlier, how I'm such a huge person on like closure. But I also like, I was also young when I was going through this like relationship where I like, I felt like I needed closure. I needed like the reasons behind everything. Um, and as you get older, you kind of realize like, okay, th- that's the way it happened. If it was meant to be, it'll be. And if not, then just let it go. If, if people don't want to talk to you people want you out of their life you can't really like they don't owe you, you. can't do anything yeah they it. you no one owes you closure honestly yes and that's you just kind of have to like ingrain that in your mind like yeah it'd be nice to have someone be like hey let's sit down let's talk about this and like let's part ways after i know no some people will just be like all right fuck you i'm out goodbye and like it's shitty but people don't owe you closure and it's it's important for you to kind of like get to the point where, okay, that sucks that that happened, but am I going to sit there and dwell on it? No. Because closure, again, while we were saying, it's just, it's subjective. It's not, like kind of like the last episode we were talking about, like it's not really real. <laughs> and it's a, it's never good. See, this is where I struggle with whether I agree that people deserve closure or that they don't or that they don't owe anything. I guess it depends on the situation. Personally, mm-hmm. I think giving and receiving closure is really important because, again, this is very subjective to my personality, right? I think closure offers a way for people to process their feelings. It gives clarity to a situation. And everyone is able to be honest, at least when I go about mm-hmm a situation where closure is needed. I'm being my honest self. I'm laying it out all on the table. I don't want any resentment to keep building up. I, I just want it addressed right away. And I think the reason why people want closure is because without it, it makes us crazy, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. 
in a relationship, it makes us jump to conclusions. It also makes us feel bad about ourselves. We're immediately asking ourselves, what did I do wrong? What could Mm -hmm. I have done differently? And it makes us think about all these different scenarios. What if I did this? What if I did that? What could I have done better to make someone stay, make someone not upset with me, make someone love me, Mm -hmm. you know? And again, the outcome might not be what you wanted. And I guess that's where closure in itself comes into play of like, it could be good and bad. Mm -hmm. Sometimes not having closure is probably better. Yeah. And maybe that's why people don't give us closure Mm -hmm. because no one wants to be like, "Mm, you're high maintenance and I don't want that. Yeah. Like no one wants to hear that. And it's probably good that they don't tell you that. It's also about like, maybe some people are just like afraid of like confrontation too. Yeah. Because honestly, in my my opinion, like obviously I think closure is a healthy way to communicate and like be able to talk with each other about things that are bothering you. But like I said, some people are just not built like that. And sometimes people are just not feel that they don't owe you anything. So then also it's kind of like, yeah, you and I both want closure and in our perfect scenario, when we get into these like arguments with people or anything in our perfect scenario, yeah, it'd be nice to have closure. But what I was trying to say is like, don't expect it and to be okay Mm -hmm. if it doesn't happen. You know? Yes. I think that situation with my friend taught me that I don't deserve closure just because I want it. Yeah. Like who am I to be Mm -hmm. like, everyone deserves to tell me X, Y, and Z all the time. Mm -hmm. When there's different people, like they're not confrontational. Well, they are. But like not in the way that they were at the time. I don't know how to explain (laughs) it. I'm very confrontational. You know this. Everyone knows this. I'm very confrontational. I don't like loose ends. Mm -hmm. So this is where closure is really helpful for me. And plus like people who like order and predictability love having closure because they don't like uncertainty and they want control. I'm very controlling and very type A. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so closure for me is my best friend. But growth and understanding is realizing that just because I want it doesn't mean I am guaranteed it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's people that are on the opposite side of that who technically don't need closure and they're like, okay, that sucks. Where I'm just going to move on to the next thing and not worry about it. If they're ready to talk to me about it, they'll talk to me about it. You know, those must be very self-assured people. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, which one is better? (laughs) I don't know. But theoretically, isn't it better to not care about what other people think? Like, in a sense, closure is seeking answers and someone's thought process, right? So you care about what what people think. Yeah. It's also a a blow on your self-esteem because fighting in any capacity is uncomfortable anyway. You know, like adversity is uncomfortable when things are not in harmony. makes It makes you feel crazy, you know? So for me, I think like having closure, obviously my opinion is like, I, I want closure. I definitely think that the mindset of, oh, it is what it is. I don't need closure from anyone. Like, I don't, I don't care about anything. Like, I think that's better because then you're not worried about it. But I will dwell on something like until like I literally forget about it. Because even for me right now, like sometimes I still find myself like thinking about situations and scenarios where I'm like, dang, what happened? Like what happened there? Or like, you know, and I still think about it. But maybe that's just my personality. Like I just can't get over things. But like, well, do you know anyone who doesn't need closure? Hmm. Jordan doesn't need closure. Oh, yeah, Jay doesn't need closure. Maybe men don't need closure. <laughs> is that a bold statement? Maybe because I think men just have the it is what it is mindset. Not every man, but like… They just live life. Yeah. And we live the past. 
like they're the present and thinking about the future and we live the past, present and future yeah. all at once. Yeah. And we don't know how to disassociate mm-hmm. from the past. Yeah. But I think it's because I think I'm th- trying to think maybe we get it from dad because why do you say that? I feel like mom, this is just so opposite. What we were saying because I feel like mom, like it's like, okay, whatever it is what it is. And then dad's like, sit down. Let's talk about it. Like, why, why do you feel that way? Blah, blah, blah. You know what? Yeah. Like he makes me think dad likes to unpack things. He likes to, yeah. honestly, hot take, but does closure make things bigger than they have to be? <gasps> yeah. Cause it's seeking explanations and like, it's seeking answers and it's seeking mathematical equations to, to uh, yeah. fi- figure out yeah. why you're it, here. Yeah, I think that's true. Because imagine something is like not really that big of a deal. And then you're making it a big deal by saying, we need to sit down. We need to talk about this. And like, you know, no, that's a, that's a good point, actually. Guys, this is real time second guessing. <laughs> <laughs> this is what our podcast is all about. You know, yeah, that makes sense. Now do I have to teach myself to not want closure? I don't know. My opinion on it is it's okay to want closure, but not to expect it, okay? And just how you were saying Mm -hmm. earlier about, okay, these people who don't really care about closure must be so self-assured. That really, You really have to be. You have to be like confident in yourself to know that you know, regardless of the situation or regardless of what happened, like you're going to be fine. You know, like, yeah, it, it doesn't matter what happened. As long as you know that, you know, it, it didn't work out. This person, you know, doesn't want me, doesn't want, doesn't want this, whatever. But at the end of the day, like, you'll be fine and you're going to get over it. Wow. To live that life, yeah. to live that life. Because it's a running joke that if my fiance and I ever broke up, if Jordan and I ever broke up, he'd be fine. Oh yeah. Like it's literally a running yeah. joke. He'd be so fine. Yeah. He'd be like, ah oh, yeah, that sucks, but hey, that's it's it's it is life. What it is. you move on. Meanwhile, if he ever broke up with me, I'd I would probably not know what to do with myself. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be able to understand that it is what it is. Because there's no reason. People that have who are better with like not having clo- closure, they can just move on from things quicker than other people, which I oh, wish yeah. I could be, because I will dwell on something like forever forever oh yeah like if if a conversation with someone gets awkward and we just brush past it I'm gonna still keep thinking about that conversation and what I could have done better mm-hmm. to make it less awkward yeah 20 months from then I'd probably still be like oh gosh I hope they're not mad at me I hope they don't think I'm weird I hope I didn't offend them yeah I mean I think I still want closure in all instances but I do think it is healthier to not expect it or demand it and to learn healthy habits mm-hmm. to get past it. Yeah. Like mind over matter. Yeah. And staying confident in yourself too. Like no matter what happens, at the end of the day, people are just going through their own things, you know, not not trying to take it too personal. Just how you were saying too, is just like miscommunication with things. And at the end of the day, sometimes you are better off without the closure, mm-hmm. honestly. Sometimes. So it's okay if you don't get it sometimes. And take it from me where when I had these moments where I was like, okay, this is closure. Half the time, you don't feel good after. (laughs) You know? (laughs) It just, this might just be me. But every time I've, I've sought out closure… It was always something I already knew. Mm. Like I already knew what they were going to say. I just wanted to hear it. Because a lot of the times a closure is really just like recapping everything that happened. 
And like, yeah, it could have been miscommunication and stuff. But like, okay, like now we're just sitting here and talking about something that we already knew. It's just kind of like shedding light to it and like addressing it, which is good. You know, it makes you feel like, okay, full circle ending. But a lot of the time you already know what this person is going to say. Or you already know how this is going to go. A lot mm-hmm. that, That's just for me though. A lot of the times when I expected closure or if I wanted closure, it was always something that I, I already knew what they were going to do or say, you yeah. know? I think sometimes too, we want closure because we want to make sure we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know? Closure, when we don't get it, it's probably because we're not on the same page and the person just doesn't want to tell you. Mm-hmm. Right? Now I'm just thinking about all the times I never got closure. Was it because they just didn't want to tell me something I didn't want to hear? Mm-hmm. They were saving me from a painful reality. Truth. Yeah. And also, it's not to say you can't give yourself closure, you know? Absolutely. But it feels better when someone else tells you yeah. what you want to hear. But that's also external validation. It's validating yourself too. It's like, okay, yeah, that's exactly how I thought it was going to be. That's exactly how I thought they felt. This is how I felt. You know, it's validation that like, okay, this is this is why this happened the way it did. I just think it's also validation. And sometimes when you get into these fights or whatever you all sometimes you just you won't be on the same page even after the closure you still won't be on the same page maybe i'm just being pessimistic because last time i, ha- I had closure it just was not good <laughs> and i'm like fuck closure <laughs> like i said now i'm rethinking my expectations for closure because maybe i really am better off yeah because okay in my experience with that it's like i found more peace when I found closure on my own. Mm. Because the closure that I wanted, I didn't really get closure in my last relationship. And I had to find closure on my own. You know, I had to tell myself, okay, these are the things that I did wrong. These are the things that this other person did wrong. These are th- This is why it didn't work out. From my perspective, obviously, because I'm the only one kind of thinking about it. But also like reflecting on like, you know what? If I were to ask for closure from this person, is it going to change the way things really are? Yes. I don't think so. No, that's a good point. Because I'm just thinking back to a time where a friend and I kind of parted ways. Like we're no longer as good friends as we are before. And we never had closure. It just kind of stopped. We've been ha- we had a lot of ups and downs. And towards the end of our relationship and our friendship, we just stopped really. Like stopped. We never talked about it. And I guess like when friends end, like when friendships end, There's never a moment where like, (laughs) we're not friends anymore. Yeah. You know, there's just a mutual understanding that it's over. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting how I never asked for closure in that sense. But when it comes to a relationship, I always ask for closure. Or I always seek for closure. No, I think that's a good point too. Because in in a friend standpoint, it's not like… So I I had this friend that I… Or I had this friend that we were super close. And it's kind of just like, life happens. You drift away. You're not as close as you were. But it's not like… You sit there and ask, why Why are we not as close anymore? Why is this? You just kind of have that. You kind of find that closure on your own. I think we're on different phases in our life. We're just this, this, this. You know, you make that conclusion on your own. And then you kind of mm-hmm. accept it for the way it is. And it, mm-hmm. that's so much more peaceful, right? Like when you're just like, yeah, yeah. Like it is what it is. Like hopefully one day we'll cross paths again and like it'll be fine. Whereas in the relationship, it's like I need to know this, this is because… I think also, again, with the validation thing, it's more of a blow to your self-esteem when it's a relationship because it's like, oh, this person just doesn't want to be romantically with me. So that's, I feel like we want more closure. And then, whereas in friendship, it's kind of like, it's not as deep of a hurt mm-hmm. than it is in a relationship. Yeah. You know, 
at least because it's romantic versus like friendly. Yeah, you know, like friends come and go, but when you're in a relationship, you feel not a deeper bond, but it's a different bond, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. their reasons for not wanting to be with you are very different reasons than like yeah. two friends yeah. drifting no, apart. 100%. Right? And I think we never ask for closure when friends drift apart because you never want to hear why mm-hmm. they're not your friend anymore. Yeah. Because I feel like those reasons would hurt more than a relationship. Because relationships are subjective. Uh-huh. But friendships, while, while they're still subjective, you guys, you guys understand what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Like friends stop being friends with you because, I don't know, you're evil. <laughs> Whereas relationships end because maybe they're just no longer attracted to you. Yeah. And depending on the person, one might hurt more than the other. But in my opinion, losing a friend, their reasons for not being your friend anymore. Yeah. Cut in a different type of way. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I like that. I can get over someone not really thinking I'm attractive or whatever anymore mm-hmm. because someone else will inevitably find me attractive. But if it's a personality trait that a friend no longer wants to see in me, oh, yeah. I can't fix that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like who you who you are, you know? Like they don't like you to my yeah. core. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so many things. So many things to like unpack with closure. It's like it's not real. Yeah. I just think also you just really never know what you're going to get with closure. Mm-hmm. You just really never know. So that's why like a huge part of this episode is really to just like it's okay if you don't get it and when you do don't be so bothered by it sometimes when you get it it's not what you want to hear so can you really get mad about it and then also learning to find closure by yourself and on your own that's important yeah I think a lot of the time too when you kind of get older I feel like in high school and like middle school or something like people have the time to just sit there and talk and whatever but when you get older people have so many other things in their life than to sit down and like hash something out hash something out yeah and as much as that sucks like wow people don't give a fuck about me like it's true some people just don't have time for it so you just gotta get over it move on with your life understand that people just have different things going on but I mean take it from Paula and I who are the first people to want closure and then kind of growing up and realizing that you know sometimes it's okay mm-hmm. you're not gonna get it all the time and sometimes when you do get it it fucking sucks you should be <laughs> like dang I should have just never asked something to remember too is that we have the power to make something mean mm-hmm. more or less than they already do yeah so whether or not you got closure you get to dictate how you feel about it mm-hmm. and unfortunately that comes from inner work mm-hmm. Everyone's doing a little bit of inner work. Yeah. And it's work for sure. Yeah. I think these are really good points that we made for just anyone who's in a little bind with seeking answers for something, dealing with a breakup, dealing with whether that's relationship or friends. Trust me, it's not easy. And it's definitely something that you're going to deal with. You're going to have beginnings and endings in your life like literally all the time. Yeah. All through your childhood, adulthood. It's always going to happen. Don't dwell too much on it. Things happen for a reason. And that's like my biggest thing. Like things always happen for a reason. And sometimes the reason isn't going to be set right there for you in that moment. And you won't get, you won't understand the reason until later. So your closure probably won't come until later. For me, I feel like Mm -hmm. the closure that I was seeking, I was not going to get it in that moment. I had to be in a different state of mind. I had to be in a different place in my life to understand and find the closure. Like, oh yeah, that's why that happened to me before. Maybe that's why people say leave the past in the past. Yeah. And time heals all. Mm. Great way to end it. Yep. So yeah, everyone, that is our little spiel on closure. We're going to get right into our only segment. (laughs) I keep saying like our first segment. It's our (laughs) only segment, Um, which is what are you second guessing? 
So this is a safe space for you to discuss any feelings, reactions, or situations that you might be second-guessing. We're going to go straight into our first voicemail. Hey, Pia. I've been talking to this guy for almost a month now, and I feel like me and him really vibe, and I really want to be in a relationship with this guy, but I don't know if he wants to be in a relationship. How long do you think the talking stage should last, and how long do you think I should wait for this guy to ask me to be his girlfriend? Thanks, bye. I haven't dated in so long. <laughs> like, I really don't think I'm qualified to answer this question. Honestly? Well, you got to take it into your, your relationship. Personal scenario? Yeah. Like, when okay. you guys first started talking. Well, he asked me out. You didn't want to be in a relationship. No, I didn't. So, like, flip it. Okay, for those of you who don't know, my fiancé and I have been together for over seven years. He met me in college in my whole phase. I didn't want to be in a relationship, but we were hanging out. And I thought we were just hanging out, you know? And then... We were suddenly exclusive and it just happened naturally. So this is where it's tough. We started hanging out, I want to say, September. We became exclusive mm-hmm. without talking about it in October. And then he asked me out in November <laughs> and caught me off guard. And I said uh-huh. yes. But we didn't talk about it. At least I don't remember really talking about it. I remember vividly. It just kind of happened. Yeah, I remember vividly that I told him one time, I was like, I don't want to date. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of ignored me and asked me out later. Yeah. But this is a point that I want to make out of that story though. If he wanted to, he would. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like… I don't know how long you guys have been talking. Did she mention? No, I don't think she did. No. Maybe a month. I think she said a month. Okay. I think that's still kind of early on to determine whether or not like you want to date. Honestly, like it… T- maybe my situation was also different because it was like long distance. But we were talking for… Like nine months before. <laughs> yeah, it was a long time before he asked me out to be his girlfriend. But you guys were exclusive though. I feel like asking. Yeah. I think it's fair to ask if you're exclusive. I also think that like being boyfriend and girlfriend are all semantics. This is personal. This is a very niche to me. And I know that not everyone feels this way. But I think being boyfriend and girlfriend, being husband and wife. Like they're all just titles. Mm-hmm. That we bestow yeah. upon people. Other people think it's very important to have labels. I do not. Yeah. So again, I am really discrediting my credentials to answer this question right now. <laughs> I think it's also important to like, okay, how do you feel about this relationship? You know, if you, the only thing you're worried about is like, when is he going to ask me to be his girlfriend? I think there's more pressing things to be worried about. It's like, how yes. does this person make me feel? Like, if regardless of the title or not, like, does this person make me feel like I am his girlfriend? You know what I mean? Or are you seeking for that title to compensate for the lack of certain parts of that relationship? Which is a really good point because I was just about to say, do you want to be in a relationship because you want exclusivity? Do you not feel as if you're in an exclusive relationship at this point? Boyfriend and girlfriend is literally a title. So are you looking for this title because you want to be exclusive? If so, you can just ask to be exclusive. Mm -hmm. You could literally say, are you seeing other people? And I think you're in every right to ask that. I think everyone is allowed to ask if another person is seeing multiple people. Because if you're putting all of your eggs in one basket, I think it's fair to make sure that they are on the same page Mm -hmm. as you. Being able to ask for clarity is important. Yeah. And 
it, your question of like how long should the talking stage last? I think that's really just dependent on you. Yeah, you and your relationship. Some people can get right into a relationship within a month or two months, and some people can wait way longer. It just kind of really just depends. But then again, I think those things of like quantifying it is you're focusing on the wrong things. What you should be focusing on is the quality of the relationship, not how long you've been together, you know. And then again, just thinking, like really reflecting on yourself. Like, why do I want him to ask me to be his girlfriend? Is Are you just wanting to be exclusive? Well, you can honestly ask that without being like, are you going to ask me to be your girlfriend? You should just be like, are you seeing other people? You know? And then you can do what you need to do based on their answer. Yeah. Or let's just defy gender norms and why don't you just ask them yourself? Yeah. And the fact that you're already having this little this little thought, like, I don't think he wants to be in a relationship. That's a red flag. That's a red flag. Like, maybe it's different if, if you're like, oh, I think he's just, like, has other priorities right now. Or I think, like, I don't know, some other reason. But for you just to be like, I don't think he wants to be in a relationship. I don't think that's a good start. I will say, and I've heard about this in other podcasts, and I've been assessing if this is true. And I think it is true. But guys know what they want. Yeah. And when guys want something, mm-hmm. they go after it. Whereas girls are typically thinking about 101 scenarios and overthinking about how to even talk to a guy. If a guy wants to talk to you, they'll talk to you. Mm-hmm. They'll just text you. Yeah. Whereas a girl will sit there and send out drafts to their friends to make sure that they're sending out the best text possible. Mm-hmm. So do with that what you will about that information. Yeah. I think it just you just got to trust your gut with it. Also… I really, really think it's still early. Um, I don't know. If you know, you know. I mean, yeah. But also, I don't really know how old you are. What stage in your life you're at. Mm. You know? Yes. When you're older, timelines are shorter. Yeah. Especially because I'm also thinking like, okay. If this was me back then, within a, in a month, I would be like… I feel like that it's not enough time to really tell. Because you're just kind of starting to figure yourself out. Whereas, yeah. I don't know how old you are. But if you are… Older, I feel like once you're an adult, people know more about what they want in a relationship. So it's it's a bit easier to tell like, okay, well, they should know what they want. But then again, I don't know how old you are. Maybe you could be like younger, still in high school, going to college, whatever. So you ne- really never know. I think it just depends on if you know what you want and this person doesn't, that's already like a bad mesh, mm-hmm. I think. Were we helpful? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but that's our take. That's our two cents that we were able to give. Hopefully it helped you out in some capacity. But thank you again for submitting a voicemail. If anyone else wants to participate in our What Are You Second Guessing segment, please leave us a voicemail at 512-827-8730 for a chance to be featured in future episodes. Or you can email us at secondthoughtspod at gmail.com. Like we said, this is one of our favorite segments because it's a great space for us to just normalize a change in opinion, direction, or whatever you want to call it. So make sure to leave us a voicemail. Or an email if you want to be featured in a future episode. Thank you guys. And we hope we helped. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.